Podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. Yeah. Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. The flight and the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. Anybody else have any interesting stories they don't want to come with Hey, this is John Lane from the thriving tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, show featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to Hey guys, I'm Jen Craven. I'm one of your VJs here on Music from the 412. 
The station launches on New Year's Eve, and we have a special treat for you. The world premiere of Skell's Suicide Eyes. We'll see you on New Year's Eve. We're going to do this late, too. Hey, it's Bill. You're tuned in to the Pennsylvania Rock Show, featuring the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Right here on PARockShow.com, MegaRockRadio.net, and 107.1 KFGD, St. Louis, Missouri, on the beaches of San Diego, California. I believe it's Ocean Beach, San Diego, California. RudaRooRadio.com in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, OldiesXL.com in Scotland, XRPRadio.co.uk, also the home of Friendly Fire, which build a scene for Angel Media and XRP battle it out with music from our own scenes. And uh, <clears throat> those of you that are in the States should come join us and make sure that we do not lose anymore because all those people in the UK vote for the XRP. <laughs> anyway, this is episode number four, no, 651. Let's try it again. Episode 651 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. With me tonight for his, I don't know, 7th, 8th, ninth, 300th show, Joey Connor, currently of Blackridge and solo artist and in-stuff employee, um, guitar teacher. <laughs> what I miss? Pizza tattooed. <laughs> pizza tattooed. Pizza. pizza is tattooed. That can be confirmed. <laughs> hey, before we get too far into this... Um, we should probably wish your dad happy birthday. So yeah. happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, dad. <clears throat> now he's the same age as me. I, I apparently have him by a month. <laughs> a month? A little bit. What is today? 13th. Um, a little less than a month. <laughs> I'm November 19th. So just a little less than a month. November 19th of 76. No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's why we went to school together. Yeah, and a bunch of other people that I apparently know that I find out on a somewhat daily basis. So I think I only had one class with him, and I mean like one class, not like I remember having art class with him my junior year. Art class. Art class with Mr. Jewart, who you probably don't even know who he is. Nope, <laughs> not even a little bit. I went to Apollo. So. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, you ever went to Apollo. So you had, um, wow, Bill Duff. I did have Bill Duff. I, I can't did have Bill that Duff. name was going to escape me. It's uh, actually I owe like my whole career to Bill. It's kind of a kind of a cool thing. I have a feeling that there are quite a few people in this area that would say the same thing. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, he was a he was a phenomenal dude. Probably one of the best people I've ever met. I was actually working on a website for him when he passed away. Oh, man. Um, it might still be up. I'd have to check. But it was never finished. Um, he was going to start selling off his guitar collection. Yeah, he said he always wanted to uh, do something like that. He, you know, he always wanted to... He always joked around that when I retire, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna open a music store and you know sell through my uh, inventory that I have. Well, we were working on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I remember I saw him at Sheets in New Kensington one day, and um, he was wearing his checkered shoes as always. And, and uh, we stood in Sheets parking lot, um, at the gas pumps for like 45 minutes talking music scene. I'm yeah. sure there are a lot of people annoyed by that. <laughs> And he he had that way of taking people and just bringing out like he was just always so nice to everybody, he absolutely was. everybody. And he uh, he 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 made me play my first gig ever. Made you? Yes, made me. So I was it was in ninth grade, and I had only been playing guitar for probably two years, if that. And <laughs> I learned the like the simplest version of Freebird you've ever heard in your life. And he's like, you know, and I joined his jazz rock ensemble, which was this 
class where you went in and we did cover songs and we would perform like once every semester or something like that. It was like a, like a, like a high school band, but like a high school rock band. And so I learned this. I was super, super unconfident. And he was like, you're going to get up there and you're going to play that or I'm going to fail you. Is what he did. It's, it's what he said. And I was like, I don't want to fail something. So I got up there. I did it. And I think I played my next gig a couple months after that. So it was a, he kind of like, if he never would have done that, I probably wouldn't be doing anything today like this. I remember I was subbing and um, I knew of him, but I had not met him yet. Mm-hmm. And he was at the elementary school at Apollo at that time. At the, the I'm going to yeah. say the, the noob, but it's not really new anymore. They have the a campus. New, new. Yeah. They, they have everything on one campus now. They didn't used to, but it was the first year that everything was on one campus. And um, I took this class, the music class, and I was like, because I, I, <laughs> I didn't know that, yep. that, that he worked there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, he worked there. He went on the road for a long time with uh, with a traveling band, and then he went to IUP. You know, got all the uh, the teaching stuff, and then I, he went to Apollo Ridge. And he always made the joke that like he went to Apollo Ridge, and that he didn't make it very far because he's <laughs> back at Apollo Ridge, but he was there <laughs> for thirty years or something like that, some ridiculous number. And uh, I was. His retirement changed that entire school. Like it was incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I don't. Yeah. The, I had minimal interactions with him, and yeah. you can hear what I'm saying yep. about him. Yeah. Yep. He, uh, he, he got me the. Uh, he went with me to my interview to pianos and stuff, and like uh, he said that he like you know put in a good word or whatever, <laughs> whatever he talked to Bob you know weeks before that or whatever. But like, if it wasn't for him, I definitely wouldn't be working at pianos and stuff. So, I think we talked about pianos and stuff last time you were on, right? Probably, probably. Yeah. And yeah. since then, and since then, I have seen you there again, and you were still wearing your own band shirt. <laughs> well, you see, every time I go there, <laughs> I, I have two of them, so they're probably in the rotation. Okay, but what are the chances that you have it on every time I walk through that door? One hundred percent. I mean, I don't go there often, but every time I've been there and you're there, you, I'm like, hey, you're that guy again. <laughs> yes, I am that guy again. I am that guy again. Well, it's, I don't know. They're nice shirts, you know. They're really nice. And, and, if and you want to find and out? You that's what I was going to say. Where can <laughs> I get them? <laughs> you can purchase them at www.blackridgeofficial.com. Yeah. Um. So. Also, since the last time we talked, you guys made a trip, and, and I need you to be careful on what you talk about on this. You understand okay. what I'm telling you? Okay. So you guys made a trip to New York to least of all records. Um, mm-hmm. Give give us a little bit of an insight into into the trip as a whole and what you guys were doing there. All right. So we went to New York. We we got this. Uh opportunity to go to New York to record on vinyl records, which is like, you know, uh, a turning point in somebody's like musical experience. Cause everyone records on CDs nowadays. And so recording on vinyl is like coming back and being cool. So people were able to purchase a single track of our songs, but it had to be under five minutes. Um, I mean, we did like raw power, I think celebration new day. Um, Live Fast. Live Fast was the most. We had like seven people that wanted Live Fast and Leave a Good Looking Corpse. And what we did was we had to play the song once. There wasn't no, hey, can you go back there and we cut that, you know, measure of bar whatever and take it away. No, no, there was none of that. It was, you get that take and that take only, and then they send it to the person. So I think we did like 25 vinyl records in about two hours. So. Um, did you, I, I saw pictures of, of some of the band members all over the city. Did, did you, did you do anything in the city? No, not really. I had, so we, I, 
I work at pianos and stuff, as we've talked about, uh, people listening. And our schedule is I do work every Friday and Saturday. And I think the trip was scheduled on a Friday or something like that. So I, I left Thursday night from pianos and stuff. Uh, me, my girlfriend, and Paul all went to um, up to New York. Wait, which Paul? Uh, guitar player Paul. Okay. And um, we drove up that morning at like 3 o'clock in the morning. And we drove the whole way through. And we did the session and drove the whole way back. That was our whole New York trip. <laughs> um, because I think he had to go to work the next day. I had to go to work the next day. But the other guys definitely did seem to have a blast. I saw a picture of Paul, the singer, standing next to the sign that said no standing zone, which really means don't park. But it's still funny. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my last trip to New York, we took a bus trip. And as soon as we came through the tunnel into mm-hmm. the city, so we came from New Jersey into the city, traffic is crazy there and oh um, yeah and we got side side swiped <laughs> oh no and because like it was a regular sized car hitting a tour bus my yes. mom who was on that side of the bus she goes i think they just hit us and everyone was <laughs> like they did <laughs> and sure enough they did. <laughs> yeah, they did and then the person driving tried to yell at the bus driver we were sitting still <laughs> yeah yeah really yeah the drivers were less than pleasant yes well yes. If you've never been there, traffic there is horrendous. Horrendous. Absolutely I mean, horrendous. Like, to go from New York City to, um, I think we were in, I'm going to say the wrong city. We were, we stayed in New York, literally right across the river. Mm-hmm. It's maybe two miles. Oh, it's, man. Like a, it's like a 30-minute drive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't get anywhere quickly. No. Nowhere, nowhere quickly. Such a cool city. If you get a chance to go back, Joe, you definitely should. If, uh, I mean, hey, it'd be but, cool if, if, but don't take but, your own vehicle. <laughs> we, if, if we get, you know, if we get a gig or something up there, that'd be cool. I'm sure we go back. We got another opportunity. Hey, I'm not going to give any names, but I recently made a playlist for my daughter. Okay. For, on Spotify because one of her friends, after she was talking about your band, said that she listens to soft music. This, wait, wait. <laughs> she, they called us soft music? Yes. Okay. So I told her we're going to fix that. <laughs> so I went through. I have like a 305 song playlist for her to listen to now, um, ranging from country to to Nirvana, which is what made me think of it. Nirvana on today. <laughs> oh yeah, I got the my three dollar Walmart I, shirt. <laughs> I told her I was like, listen, you tell her just because she doesn't know who the local bands are doesn't mean they're not good. <laughs> yeah. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. You you inspired her to listen to more music. <laughs> Good, that's awesome. That is amazing. Also, this is a story you don't know, but Paul, your guitar player, does. When I okay. showed up showed up at your CD release late because I was at my daughter's musical, yeah. he gave me again gave me a whole stack of stuff and said, "Give this to your daughter." Yeah, and it didn't click that my daughter now owns the EP and I don't. <laughs> I mean, we need to get you one. And, well, that's not 100% true because I made Paul send me all the MP3s right before we got on. But, nice. So Bria now tells me all the time that she is Blackridge's favorite Damiano. Well, and I don't, I don't think I can argue that. <laughs> <laughs> I know about that trip. And then you guys played this weekend at uh, the Rock for Life. Yeah. Um, Christmas show. Christmas yeah. show. And uh, I've never been to the new Acme club. Yeah, um, that was my first time too. What was, is it like, is it a music venue or is it more of a, like a, a hall? It's more like a hall. Like there was a dining room section and then there was a stage with a dance floor and then a bar, like off to the side. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> I saw a yeah. couple pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fantastic time and you know, it's a wonderful cause and we always have a blast hanging out with those guys and you know, being a part of what they're a part of. It's a little bit of an honor. So um, who else played with you? Even though Matt and I discussed this like two weeks ago on the show. <laughs> uh, Doug Carnahan, I believe, opened. I think Silk Nine played after us. Um, I think a band called Kill the Drama played before 
we did, and I think Big House Pete headlined. Uh, for sure, those bands played. I don't know if that's all of them, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know who else. I was hoping that you were gonna that you were gonna be like da 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 da. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. Uh, I think I think that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your teaching guitar. Yeah, should give us a rundown on that because I don't think we really ever we mention it, but we don't really go into it. So the way, so like Bill taught at Murphy's. Bill Duff taught at Murphy's, and uh, after I started playing guitar for a while, I'm like, uh, and I started working at end stuff. I'm like, I saw all these people teaching guitar and stuff like that. I'm like, I mean, I think I could teach guitar. So I basically got a couple students that I taught lessons out of my house and I was like, just like I showed them how I went about learning guitar in the first early stages, like learning chords. A lot of people uh, learn guitar to learn songs, which is, you know, understandable. You want to hear and recreate what you like to hear, but like there's so many songs that are like mostly the same four chords. So I go about that method, teaching them those chords and then, we can use those chords to play some of their favorite, like pop songs or country songs or even classic rock songs. And then uh, I was talking to Bill one day and he's like, hey, a studio opened up at Murphy's. And I was like, hmm, OK, that's kind of cool. So I went and he put in another good, another good word for me at another place and was like, hey, you should hire this kid. And I think it was Jeff DeFalco that left. And then I kind of stepped into his old room. Um, and then I've been teaching there ever since. It's been like two, two and a half years, something like that now. And I still have my first student that I got there, which is kind of cool. So Aiden took guitar lessons for a little while from Jeff DeFalco yeah, at yeah. Murphy's. Yeah. <laughs> now he just, and you know, I'm going to say this. Now he just plays his trumpet and annoys you. <laughs> <laughs> I was that that I was just talking to Haley about that story <laughs> before we started this. It's it's more of one of those things where it's like it's the Murphy tried to soundproof the rooms, but he no loud, loud instruments will. <laughs> I'll be talking to a student and like all of a sudden trumpet, <laughs> which it never sounds bad. It's just loud. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah. For his age, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, he's uh, as a freshman, he's the brass lead at his high school. That's awesome. He played first seat in the Mon Valley Junior Stage Band, which is eighth grade through twelfth grade. It's also he, awesome. He's in ninth grade. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's playing in the Kiskey Valley Community Band as well, which is a lot of retired um, music teachers. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So, Good for him. Tell him just keep up with it. But I bring that up often. So people are going, okay, we've heard this story. <laughs> well, no, no, it's just, no, tell him to stick with it. I mean, if that's what he's good at, tell him to just keep doing it. You know? And uh, his sisters are going to be joining that band in February. Nice. Um, I think they, their voices recently when the sing-alongs is what's getting them in. <laughs> nice. Um. That's what we need to do. We need to teach them how to sing some of your songs. Because <laughs> Paul told Bria to learn how to play the the drum solo. <laughs> sing the words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, she probably could. Probably. I mean, they're all very musical, but she, that's their, those two are taking um, voice lessons at Murphy's. With, from, um, uh, from Mike? From, from Mike, yep. Yeah, Mike's a good friend of mine. He's an amazing person, too. Very talented. And uh, they're doing very well. Um, in fact, all three of my kids, the uh, music director at church is trying to recruit them to play or to sing in the adult choir. Nice. And uh, Aiden's the oldest at 14. <laughs> the girls are 12. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think they should do it. And uh, they're doing it for Christmas. Um, but who knows where it'll go from there, but she, yes. she wants them. And then, nice. um, the, um, the liturgical music teacher at their school, they go to Catholic school is trying to steal them for St. Joe's choir, which is across town. <laughs> so 
all three of them, you know, they're they're pretty good at it. Nice. Um, maybe maybe you guys could add them to your sax. <laughs> He's got a flute, a flute, a clarinet, and a trumpet. <laughs> nice. We could jazz you up a little bit. <laughs> Make a jazzy Blackridge. <laughs> we we get told we have aspects of like jazz and, oh, and all that stuff. For sure. Yeah, There's absolutely. jazz in there. There's blues. It's very, I tell people when I try and explain, I'm like, they're just very funky, but it's not like funk, but it's funky. You know, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, just go songs. listen to it. <laughs> they're definitely all songs that you could like tap your foot to. And yeah. It's very, and it's, you're drawn in. And a lot of that is Paul. Oh, 100%. Paul is a phenomenal yep. front man. Yep. Yep. Then, Absolutely. You know, the crowd's feeding off of him. You guys feed off of him. It, yep. It, it's, yep. It's a lot of fun. Um, that night in Indiana that I showed up last, to last minute. <laughs> that was. That, that was, that was amazing. <laughs> when I, when I showed up to that gig, I was not expecting that <laughs> like 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 paul was like a guitar player paul was like you know it's gonna be a bigger crowd I'm like that's awesome the crowds are good so like i show up and i'm like hmm, this is a bigger crowd <laughs> and then we started playing and it was like after that first song like people got up yep. like yeah they just they got really into it that's i took a ton of pictures at the beginning yeah. and then as like from the middle on I couldn't. So it's a good thing I took a bunch because the crowd just kept moving forward. Yeah. And there was nowhere for me to go. (laughs) By the end of the gig, it was like, they were just like pushing like the barrier. Yeah. yeah. I was sending videos to people throughout the night. I'm like, look at this. (laughs) (laughs) It's that that was, we hopefully we'll get on there next year, which would be awesome. I'd be willing to bet that's going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> I hope so. Like, who would you say? And I might have asked you this. I, we've talked so many times. Yeah. Um. Who Who would you say has been your biggest supporter as a musician? It was It was Bill. Like that. That's like. It's It's It, it was one hundred percent Bill the whole time up until up until he passed. <laughs> but I mean, I have all the guys that end stuff have been big supporters over the years. Um. My girlfriend Haley's a big supporter. It's just there's there's so many like it's hard to narrow it down to just one because like everyone's super supportive. Um, I know you. I asked you a pizza question, so that one's out out the window. Um, <laughs> if there's anyone that I'm definitely asking that it's you. Um, <laughs> everybody knows I love pizza. Um, if. If you could invite any four people in the history of the world to dinner, who's going to sit down at a table with you? Well, they would have to be any four people in history. Christopher Columbus, because like I kind of want to know like how what it felt like on that boat. Um, so that was a long trip. See, um, me, I would want to tell him that he's not in the West Indies. <laughs> <laughs> you're or not whatever. where you think you are. The Indians. Oh. You're not where you think you are. <laughs> I would love to sit down with like Leo Fender and be like, "How did you take like Leo Fender didn't play guitar, <laughs> and but he's now Fender Music Corp is the biggest distributor of musical instruments in the world. Like, how do you how do you make that happen? Um, I would love to sit down with uh probably i don't know like just all like like steve ray vaughn like like what did you like what made what did you listen to to make you sound obviously like Jimi hendrix and all those guys before stevie but like what made you want to do it differently and how did you how did you handle the rejection at first like stuff like that and i feel like i feel like jesus is a good thing to say but that's like a like let me tell you why i just laughed there no one I've been asking that question for a few months now and no one had said it and in the last two weeks I've done a bunch of interviews because I'm trying to get everything done before Christmas so I can you know 
slide through the holidays and actually go visit people. And then the last three interviews that I've done, they have all said Jesus in this question. Hey, it is Christmas time. That's true. And it's, but it's like, you know, you have like that, but that's like, I'm not going to say that's cheating because like you can ask them anything, but like that, that's definitely just like 20 minutes. So I, so I, I'm positive. I've asked you my, um, if you were standing at the, the uh, crossroads with the devil question. And um, recently someone found a loophole and said that they would trade the devil for the devil's soul. So then you control everything that the devil would control. This, this question I can ask for sure, even though, and I have asked it because it could change. Tell me about an embarrassing moment that's happened on stage. Oh man. It's been a couple. Well, not a lot. It's been a couple. Um, I think. I think. But like the most, the most embarrassing one is I might have said it, but it's like whenever I was, I was in high school when this happened, and I've always said that I would rather play to a thousand people I don't know than ten people I do know, <laughs> because it's like it's so much easier to play to a thousand people you don't know than it is to ten people you do know. Um, but I went to go play a guitar solo. Like I was stepping forward and I ripped the cable out of my guitar. That was before I learned the, if you put it through the strap, it won't fall out thing. And I, I just was like, click and tried to come back in. And Bill tells me I did it, but I don't believe him. <laughs> Cause he was there. He was there. It was, Yeah. I, and it. like when you rip a guitar, a guitar cable out of a guitar, it just hums like. So, did any of those people that you knew say anything after the fact? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's. I, I was. Let me just say, I was not exactly like. If you, it wasn't cool to play guitar in my high school. <laughs> So, and I was the weird kid that always carried his guitar around with him everywhere he went. I, uh, I, I always tell people, I, I have a guitar in my hand probably four hours a day altogether. Like, I spend more time with the guitar than I don't. <laughs> um, so, how do they decide in stuff who's going to demo the instruments? One day they asked and didn't stop asking. Uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like you know it's it's a busy shop, and um, we have like like generally if it's going to be something like super shreddy, they'll be like, hey Joe, you know you do the super shreddy thing, or like Billy uh, Billy Snyder would do like the like if they want something to sound like a really awesome '90s song, he'll play that, or CC who does a lot of the acoustic videos. We all kind of have like our niches and our, you know, strong suits when it comes to some things. And that's how, if the video is pertaining to like a Sir, which is like uh, generally a super like fast shreddy guitar, they'll be like, hey, Joe, demo this Sir. Or like Billy plays a lot of Dusenbergs. So he does a lot of the Dusenberg videos, stuff like that. There is clearly a lot of guitar players there because I know some that you didn't mention there. Um, yeah. And uh, one of them, had a band with his name attached to it, Stevie, Stevie. J Band. Yeah. And um, last episode, we played Sleigh Ride. Nice. By the Stevie J Band, a live yeah. version of Sleigh Ride. Are you familiar with that song? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because it's Christmas, and I have yes. to. Nope. Yeah, it's literally, it was December 23rd, and I played. <laughs> so it's December 23rd. We played Sleigh Ride by the Stevie J Band. We played um, Christmas Together by um, Corners of Sanctuary. We played Santa's Hog, another live song nice. by, um, I think I played on that episode, by Doppler Effect. Um, recorded at Nick's Fat City. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did we play? I can't remember. Um, in one of, I literally have been editing shows for the last two weeks. Um, and one of them I played on. Um, Finally, Christmas Eve by Rockabilly Junction. Nice. Um, so a lot of Christmas music coming at you guys, or in the past. 
when you actually hear it. Well, since we're talking Christmas, what's your favorite Christmas song? That's a good question. I mean, it's Jingle Bell Rock is pretty, like, I think it has, like, it's pretty stereotypical, but I dig Jingle Bell Rock. I like that one. But or, I like, think... anything trans-Siberian orchestra. I think I have to go with Silver Bells. Silver Bells? Because it's in a range that I can almost sing, and I can't <laughs> sing. <laughs> you, you know, anybody can sing. Well, you, you know, you can sing, but the question is, does anybody want to hear you do it? <laughs> And the answer to that is nobody in my car does. <laughs> Dad, stop it. It's <laughs> hilarious. There are a lot of good Christmas songs. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned Corners of Sanctuary. They have, I think, 10 years. Every year they write a new Christmas song. And they're kind of awesome. like a hard rock metal band. Yeah. Um, This one is more laid back this year, the Christmas together. Um, But. I also, oh, I also, um, Joe Waterick, John Vento, and, um, Jeff Jimerson did a song called, um, of that, that Silent Night. That's it. That Silent Night. And what was that, Joey? You said a very, a Yinzer very Yinzer Christmas. Yes. That is the most awesomest. So, a very Pittsburgh thing. I do not have all the tracks. I'm going to say there's 23 of them. 23? I have Clinton Clegg. Oh, yeah, um, from the Common Heart. Yep. Please Come Home for Christmas is what he's saying. I have nice. Gene the Werewolf. They did All mm-hmm. I Want for Christmas. Joe Waterick, Jeff Jimerson, and John Vento, That Silent Night. Um, Joey Waterick Jr., Christmas All Over Again. And Scott Blazy, Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Um, nice. Most of those are covers. So I haven't played them on the show, but they're all phenomenal. And if you go to yinzerchristmas.com, you can purchase that album, and it actually benefits Band Together, Band Together Pittsburgh. Yeah, which is John Vento's uh, yep, and Moondog. Yep. Yeah. Um, it is a group that um, helps um, autistic children have a chance to you know, work with music, be musicians, yeah. be DJs. Yep. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal it's idea, and yep. yeah. So, if you like Christmas music and you like helping people, Yinzer Christmas, go go purchase that. Can't really go wrong there. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots of Christmas music over the years. Um, and let's see, we we've been going for forty minutes, and I have only played Raw Power off of the Raw Power EP. And oh man! Since, since Paul gave me the rest of the music tonight. When I sent a message and said, "Hey, send me the rest of the send music." Send me the rest of the music. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Thanks, what Paul. other track should I play? Hard work, hard love. That's uh, the fifth track, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Why that one specifically? So, like, it's it's this ballad tune, and Tony does this absolutely beautiful sax part, and it's like one of those songs that when we play live, it's kind of like one of those. It's just. It's a great song, the way it's arranged, uh, the lyrics. And I, I always make the joke that I'm like, it doesn't need a guitar solo. Because Tony rips this awesome sax solo on it. So it's just, it's just an awesome tune. It's probably my favorite tune off that record. I will tell you, um, you know, I mention Bria all the time, but I do have um, the two prior EPs in my 6-CD changer in my car. Yeah. Um, I'll date my car a little more. It also has a cassette player. Um, oh, man. It's an 03 Camry with 140,000 miles. So it's still good for like 300,000. Yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have two of the EPs in there. And every time the sax comes on and the, the song will end, if Aiden's in the car with me, he'll go, that was pretty good. <laughs> Tony's really good. Tony's really, really good. All right, so we're going to play track five off of Raw Power, and uh, we'll be right back.
Was hard work, hard luck by Blackridge. With me tonight is Joey Connor from the the band Blackridge. Um, also, probably the person who has been on the show the most as a member of different bands. So you knew that was coming too. <laughs> um, so the reason you're here is I commented that I didn't think you'd ever been on as a solo artist, and you told me you had. So yeah. let's why don't you tell me a little bit about that too? Oh, do I have to? Uh, I was a uh... I was a young kid with, you know, goals and talked about them a little bit. And I'd say 95% of them were met, but it was, uh, I was, I think it was like 19, 20 or something like that. And I was like, I want to play guitar. And I don't think I worked at end stuff yet. And we had that conversation. I was like, I really just want to play guitar. And it's, you know, it's kind of cool years later that like we're having the discussions we're having now. And that's why I was like, Hey, maybe we should do another one. And make this one like the official, like the official one. <laughs> and we've talked about none of it <laughs> until yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, it's 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 cool to see the the growth. Growth is always good. If you could talk to Joey, nineteen year old Joey, what would you tell him? I would tell nineteen year old Joey, slow down, play less notes. First of all. <laughs> I was a I was a pretty big shredder back then, um, but now I tell him that stick to your goals, stick to your goals, and uh, maybe tell less people that like tell less people that you want to do this for a living instead of just trying to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether you see it this way or not, working yeah. it in stuff kind of puts you right in the middle of the scene on yeah, top no. of being in a phenomenal band. Yeah, 100% does, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every time I walk in there, I'm like, hey, I know that guy, I know that guy. And, I, and it's not just the people working there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, you know, and stuff is like, if, I guarantee if I didn't work at end stuff, I wouldn't be the musician I am today. All those guys were, like, the people teaching, the people working were just so farther ahead than I was. And, uh, you know, had the, like, the the background to tell me what I was doing wrong at the time. And it's definitely a hub for, like, local musicians and also professional musicians. The first time I walked in there, I knew Mike Vasey and I knew yeah. Stevie J. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now I know you. I know Chris Rain. Yes. Um, who owns the Leaning... Leaning, what's it? Leaning Tower of uh, Leaning Tower of Green, something leaning, like that. Yeah, leaning. Tower. Leaning something of green. I don't know if it's tower. Leaning, leaning Studio leaning, of Green. I, I don't think know. It's, I think it is Leaning Tower. Anyway, yeah. he owns a recording studio. Uh, yes. And I completely messed it up, but it's Leaning Something of Green. G R E E N E. I'm sure if you type Leaning of Green, <laughs> you'll find it because <laughs> it's. If it's I, really good at what he does he uh he does all the mixing and mastering for all of the videos you see come out of end stuff not the instagram stuff but like the youtube stuff uh, um, uh, it is leaning studio of green there we go dot com go. <laughs> and his like his work is just it's really good at what he does i am um, one of the things that music from the 412 is about to do on um, New Year's Eve in the 11 o'clock hour, if I remember what Rocky said correctly, is to um, debut the songs, the video for the song Suicide Eyes by Scale. Nice. Um, and I, the video was sent to me to hold on to because Mikey P was afraid he would lose it. Um, oh, man. And then, and then my hard drive died and I had to get it from him again. <laughs> But, but, um, it is two, two different concerts worth of, um, 
footage that is meshed together. And um, it's good to bring up now because one of them was at Rock for Life and the other one was at Next Door Cafe. Nice. And nice. I was at both of them. <laughs> awesome. And um, it's an amazing video. Uh, um, you should make sure that you go to music from the 412 and check it out once it debuts. Absolutely. Um, it's actually going to be during um, Jen Craven's first VJ hour ever on the station. Nice. And nice. I've heard her sing that song in person at um, Speed Freaks, which we were talking about earlier off the air. Um, so I think that'll be probably fairly important to her to, yeah. to you know, because she clearly has a part in it now. Um, so you know what you should do? Because I feel like you probably have more time than me. <laughs> For anyone not watching the video, I 100% shook my head no. <laughs> What's that? But, so there needs to be a show something like this on music from the four one two. But I'm already doing three of them. <laughs> so I think if I tried to do a fourth one, my wife might not be all that happy. In fact, so are... <laughs> that What's I that? should do a show on so... Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> to where to where I bring on people and interview them. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. That would be cool. Or like even like a Blackridge show would be cool. Like just like something like something like that would be super cool. I mean, there are 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to do a Blackridge episode, you can do one member each and you're halfway through the season. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joey, I want to thank you for hanging out with me on episode 651. Now, that's 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 episode 651 of the show. That's not how many times I've been on. Right? No. <laughs> Only like three hundred. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> did you say three hundred and five? I did. I went three hundred. You know why that number's stuck in your head? Because that's how many songs are on the playlist I told you about. <laughs> that probably is. Probably is. Anyway, episode three hundred fifty-one of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. You can find us each and every Friday on buildtheseen.com and various other stations that I mentioned at the beginning. I'm not going to mention them again now. Um, but. With that said, we'll see you next week. Shoulder with so much
Hey guys, this is Bobby C. from the band Royal Honey and too many others to mention, but I'm here to let you know there's a great thing coming up. It's music from the 412. We're talking 24-hour local videos from the Pittsburgh music scene. 365 every day of the year, we're going to be here. We're going to be playing videos for you. Videos that you want to see from bands that nobody heard of unless you're from here. And hopefully at some time, these bands will get out of here and then the music from the 412 will continue to grow. We need you to make sure you check this out. you got to come see it. Go to your video machine, whatever it's called, your little box, your computers, whatever you guys do out there. Make sure you go and check this out. Music from the 412 with your boy, Bobby C. Sitting with for years, writing my story as I wipe away the tears. No more secrets, just being who I am. Stepping on my mind, and I'm one with the land and the air that I breathe like a drop in the sea. Flying with the breeze as it flows through the trees. This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.